Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Raley here. And, uh, of course, Brother Rufus, the retired and uh, never more shall be a politician. Rufus Re- Edmonds. Recovering. Recovering. <laughs> yes. Recovering. Oh, so you're not... You're not uh, backing out all the way. No, there, there's a long process for that. It's, so uh, you could run again. No, no, no. Okay. Well. It's a 100-step process, and I'm about at 96. <laughs> all right, we'll push you over the <laughs> – we won't push you over the edge. We'll push, we'll push you to the finish line for that. But uh, Brother Rufus is here, Rufus Edmiston, and Phil Campbell – Good morning. Decided to come back. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's great to be back. Well, we miss you when you're not here. Well, I miss being here. It's uh it's really fun and it gives me a lot of energy to to get things going at the nursery. You know, <clears throat> when I get to talk with people and they ask questions and so it's all the it's people just fun. we have on, you include and Rufus, it's comforting to me. Yeah. It's good and I think it's comforting to the listeners. Yeah, you know, that's that's kind of the way I look at it. Is it, it's it's comforting to me. It's uh, it's a people talk about happy places. This is a happy place. Yeah, it is, and it's just morning, nice to be together. It's yeah to take this time and three out three hours out of a busy crazy schedules that we have, and just sit down and and relax and let yeah. people ask questions and tell mm-hmm. us about their good experiences and yeah. Things I like hope that everybody's inside this morning. It's a little, <laughs> really, <laughs> little chilly. Uh, but this is yeah. uh, this is just a little bit airish to you, isn't it, Counselor? A little bit airish, as they say in the mountains. <laughs> and speaking of uh, of the program, a lot of people say, "Well, why why do you get up on Saturday morning?" Uh, well, we love we love to listen to the Weekend Gardener, but uh, doesn't that sort of crimp your style? I said, "No, it's my." My respite away from the cares of the world. Yeah, so, right. Because yeah. when, when we're there talking to people, they're they're happy. They want they want to talk about things that bloom and grow. And anybody that that sees things grow has a better understanding of what life's all about. Yeah, Don't and this is this is good for you physically and mentally, Rufus. This absolutely Friday nights or school nights. <clears throat> oh, for yes. you. School nights, no, so no, no parties no, no on parties, Friday night. No parties on Friday night. Yeah. A school night. So this this is endorsed by Linda Edmonston. Oh yes, I'm sure she is amazed though that you get up. The warden. How grumpy uh, are you, even even on a Saturday morning trying to get up? Well, not the... not really. I, <laughs> I try not to be a grump. Well, I am. <laughs> no, not really. I look forward to it. I look forward. Well, I look to forward it. to this. Wonderful, wonderful cake that pound cake that. What? That, what did that you filled. put all of that stuff over there by him? No, uh, it's, no, it's a ways away. He'll have to get up and go get it. Okay, well that's. I got my pound cake here. He just has right. this pound. It's cake. not like Mama's, but she's she was a twelve egger. I don't know how many eggs are in that. I use a Jesse Jesse Ruth good. Cunningham recipe, and, yeah. and there are a fair amount mm-hmm. of eggs in hers. But it's a uh, it's a a no. Is it a mad streak or whatever? Sad streak. Sad streak. There's no no sad streak in Jesse Ruth Cunningham. But I like sad streaks. They're good. They're moist. Oh, okay. Well, I, I like them once in a while. I think yeah. they're good. Well, that's 
There's a lady from Pittsburgh who used to make, uh, I think she passed away last year. She made, made mm. the best pound cakes. And uh, so, at any rate, 919-860-9783. We'll talk with uh, lots of folks this morning, I hope. And uh, if not, you're just going to have to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll talk to to the folks at the Farmer's Market. Uh, I believe Monica Wood, the uh, acting manager out at the State Farmer's Market, is is uh, on duty this morning. And so we look forward to seeing talking to Miss Monica. And we're talking. We're gonna Rufus. We're gonna talk to uh, a gentleman who is ninety four years 94 old. years old. Wow. And uh, his father, his son in law, is. John Davis, uh, a friend of mine in the Good Old Boys Club, and a political commentator, and we were having uh, lunch the other day, and he said, I've got a 94-year-old father-in-law who has this very unique thing he does every year. He fixes up a box of, of bulbs to give to his children that promote butterflies and hummingbirds. Well, I can't wait to talk to him. Oh, that's and, great. Uh, about that. yeah, yeah, so we, we're looking that's forward great. to it. Yeah. Les Hershey. Yes. Les Hershey. I wonder if he's any kin to the chocolate bar. Well, that's, that's <laughs> just, yeah. Because we'll talk about that, too, if he is. Maybe he'll bring us some chocolate bars this morning. <laughs> All right. Well, look, Mr. Hershey, we uh, look forward to talking to you, sir. I hope he's not grumpy when he wakes up early in the morning. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's not. We'll talk. We go. We go. Give him. We gave him a break. He, we're going to ask ask him to call um, in the ten o'clock hour, so he gets plenty of time to to relax. Well, he's made three or four laps around the building by that time. I asked, but he probably has. He's a gardener. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. The Okami cherries I have noticed are starting to bloom. I noticed some yes. on Kerry Parkway. Thursday, I haven't checked. I haven't been over to Crabtree to check. They have uh, a bunch of them over there. That's one of my favorite cherry trees. But uh, we haven't had any cherries blooming up to that point. It, it was uh, flowering apricot. Yeah, we still, have, we still have blooms on the ones at yeah. the nursery, too. So if you want to try to get one of those so you can uh, enjoy it now and and have it next year. We've still got some, and they and look we, great. We've determined that they probably don't like full sun. That's uh, Nelsa was was saying in her experimentation and reading that they don't they don't seem to like. But I've had I've had some trouble with them the last few years, and then they go by the wayside. Rufus <coughs> has had had one. Uh, Peggy Clark, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we have. <coughs> it's uh, it's huge. Not quite there yet, <clears throat> but by the, <clears throat> Phil, I noticed the last time I was at your nursery, <clears throat> you had some beautiful prunus mume. You still have some, right? Mm-hmm. People, if people want something that's absolutely gorgeous, and mine has still got the remnants of blooms on it, I guarantee it'll be the first thing it will bloom, and then maybe Quince next. Right. Uh, everybody needs a prunus mume, although Mike can't get his to live. I know. I've tried two different yeah. locations, <clears throat> and I, I, the other thing that they need is good drainage. Yeah, we had one next to the fence up at the nursery, like where it would get the water from when we watered all the other plants. Yeah. And it lived for about five or six years, and it was gorgeous. And then it just went, yeah. I mean, like just Probably. like a Daphne. Probably too much you water. know, if yeah, they if yeah. one year the first year they don't get a lot of blooms, you know you're 
Yeah. They're gonna you're gonna start losing limbs and right. fly over. Oh, it's it's so sad. Well, I don't know what the lifetime is, but mine's at least ten years old, and just gets better every year. Well, that's well, great. Good. The you know they don't have fall color really, but they do have really interesting bark. And I yeah. had one. The last one I had was uh, uh, it's a Japanese name, and it had darker. Of flowers on it and it had kind of a it wasn't a cinnamon it was a spicy sp- smell um, but it, it was very very pleasant it's not it's not an overwhelming fragrance but uh, gosh that's great so prunus mume uh, okami cherries are blooming right now they're a darker they're the first cherry to bloom they're a, a darker too i just i just love those they are so pretty but you need for the cherries, you need full sun. I think they're happier in, in full sun. And you have to be careful <coughs> with the bark. And and you don't want to pile up mulch too high, let those insects get in there, and then bore into the yeah. to the tree. And Well, that bark reminded me of a, a peach tree bark. And I, I well, assume, it probably can. It probably yeah, can. And, and apri- I, I know how I've never had any luck with peach trees after the first three or four times yeah. because of that icky substance that comes down there yeah but i haven't seen they like sand sandy soil sign of this at all yeah so why don't we talk to richard well good richard how are you this morning sir Uh, pretty well how about yourselves i think good morning we're good morning uh well uh how how can you tell if you got a magician working in the garden Mm. well you you really shouldn't tax my brain this Yeah, another thing. Magician in the garden. Well, they always use the hocus crocus. The hocus crocus. (laughs) If you you should really compile these somewhere, Richard. Uh, Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, it's it's somewhere out there uh, uh, in memory lane. But uh, uh, the other uh, reason uh, you can tell that. there's a magician in the garden. He hang, spends a lot of time near the rabbit pen, grows a lot of carrots, and uh, he takes the magic wand out there and uses the carrot and stick approach. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's good, Richard. Uh, uh, well, uh, this year, uh, well, re- they recently demolished the house uh, next door, so I'm going to have a lot more sunlight. And that's going to uh, provide a lot more light for the tea olives. And will the extra light be good or detrimental to them? Oh, the tea olives will love. Oh, they it. love and that. You get more blooms. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because if they don't, if they, if you plant them in too much shade, they just they're not going to bloom. Right. And which is unfortunate. I, I sheer stupidity planted one that has orange, orangey flowers on it. And it's not blooming. It's too much yeah, shade. Much shade. And, <clears throat> but the one I have in a little bit of shade is blooming fine. It's doing really well. But the Rufus has some around his garage, and and they're very tall. And, gosh, when they 30, really bloom, they uh, go crazy. Estimate of 35 feet tall. It makes a great uh, hedge right. to hide the car. Richard, you know what? Uh, a, a kid was doing a mag. Mag- magazine subscription sales, and he, he was taught by the <clears throat> his supervisor to maintain a positive attitude in his sales. If somebody turns you down, to not get mad about it. And one 
potential customer told the lad, I've got papers and magazines strewn all over the place. I don't need any more. Well, the lad replied, well, how about a subscription to Good Housekeeping? <laughs> there you go. That's a salesman right there. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, yep. we've, we've got point-counterpoint here, there back and forth with jokes. Well, uh, and I uh, oh, also want to thank Phil for providing the uh, lettuce plants. They've survived uh, the rabbits and everything else. Oh, special We're lettuce plants. Good. Then. Starting to harvest. Wonderful. And, uh, well, ho- hopefully... Uh, and it's interesting, recently uh, we were looking at one of the uh, Alton Brown shows, the, the, the chef, that's quite entertaining, and uh, he, he was bringing up the San Marzano tomatoes, and I know you can get them from uh, uh, Gerald, but uh, some people, I think, carry food snobbery to the extreme. Now, uh, if you... Uh, it has to go back to the soil if there's indeed any difference in the can from Italy versus the can you get over here. So uh, I think that somehow the, the soil development's real important in the tomatoes. Right. And yeah. uh, so I guess you would start with a soil test. For sure. Yeah, we, we're going to have San Marzano too. I just saw it on our list yesterday, so that's great. What about the Better Boy Plus? Yes, okay. we are. Great. Well, you have a customer already. All right. Better Boy Plus. All right. Plus. Yeah, there's uh, there's three or four new ones out there. But, uh, yeah, Better Boy Plus is, is one of them. So Good. we tried a few of those last year, but, uh, yeah, we'll have them this year. <clears throat> Isn't that amazing how the, the vegetables like tomatoes of your childhood, I remember Better Boy, Better Girl, and, and for a while people went away from it, and I had some – uh, last year that somebody gave me, and my goodness, how delicious they are. Mm-hmm. The good old but you, you couldn't yeah. grow them yourself. Is well, that what you're I, saying? I, I was trying something that Gerald gave me called Awesome. That's one and it was not? Well, it really was because oh, okay. it, it kept blooming, almost, uh, kept producing almost up to Thanksgiving. Oh, good. Wow. So was that a smaller? <clears throat> it was a smaller. Yeah. Those well, are... my son goal does that. Yeah. Yeah. Good grief. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like picking strawberries almost. Right. Mm-hmm. Tough to make a sandwich, but. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, this one was about the size of a peach. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So you can make a sandwich. Yeah, I sure can. Well, Richard, I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you. Great. Well, thank you all for being here. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll either be over at uh, Phil's or Gerald's uh, in, in a few weeks, uh, I guess about uh, April. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we got a new crop of lettuce that should be ready in about three weeks. So if you Fantastic. need any more lettuce. Fantastic. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, y'all have a great one, and thanks for being there for us. Yes, all. sir. You Absolutely. too, Richard. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Bye-bye. Let's head to Cumberland County and Bill. Bill, how are you today? Good morning, Mike. I'm terrific. I'm glad to hear that. Your uh, discussion of getting up early and uh, I'm an old farm boy myself been married to my one and only 42 and a half years very good and we have a perpetual argument she's an urbanite i ask her why she can't get up at five o'clock which is the normal time to get up <laughs> oh my goodness on the clock once a day it's <laughs> 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 yeah. been going on 40 plus years so oh. i don't think it's gonna get corrected no. uh, well, bill i got i got over getting up at five o'clock to milk guernsey cows 
and I'm I'm pretty bad to lay in. Uh, I'll get up early and I'll go back to bed. Yeah. I guess that's uh, all right. It is. I had to milk when I was a kid too, and uh, I milked until I was left for NC State. I came home about three weeks later, and Dad said, "Son, I did you wrong on something." I said, "Dad, what in the world do you mean?" He said, I didn't teach your brothers how to milk. I didn't know I was going to have to teach them after you said <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You remember, remember stripping stripping down the cow? Yeah. Strip her down. Get all the milk out of there. After you milk, milk the cow, then strip it down to get every little last bit of milk out of there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I know one time when I went off to Carolina, my younger brother, Baker, uh, I, I went over to the barn. He was milking that afternoon, and I had on my little Carolina sweatshirt and this and that. And I said, well, son, you're there. You're there milking the cow, and I'm having a good time. And he squirted me all <laughs> over. Oh, he, he let me have it. We had a small for the first time in a long time, and we have enjoyed lettuce and broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage and collards oh, and and mustard and I, I had forgot how much food and enjoyment you can get out of a fall garden and not nearly as much chopping and grass and weed problems as you do with a summer garden. That's right. That yeah. is so true, Bill. I have a question for Phil. Yeah. Um, I planted some azaleas back in October and I dug a big, nice hole for them mm-hmm. and the filled uh, the area around with a mix of three parts peat moss and one part black cow. And about a third of them got frosted when we got down into the team. Mm-hmm. Are they likely to come back or are they going to de- die? No, they'll they'll be fine. They um, You've got to give everything a chance. And, uh, you know, they'll, they may be a little slower coming out, but uh, they should be fine. The, um, they're if you as long as you didn't plant them too deeply, the azaleas they're pretty tough around here. And if you're down in Cumberland County, you're just a little warmer than we are too. So that's great. Well, surprisingly, I'm the same temperature this morning. Really? How about that? Yeah, sometimes it's that way, but but a lot of times it stays warmer at night down there. But um, well, it certainly yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. But we have microclimates around. I could be on the way to the office, and it would be. 30 at the house and I get up this one little intersection for about a mile in each direction it's, it would be 26. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I think I really think they'll be fine and um, you know, if you see them struggling just a bit you might want to prune them back a little bit just to take so the energy can go to the bulk of the plant so to speak. So uh, just just check on it and check back in with us and let us know how they're doing. Yeah, well, absolutely, Bill. <clears throat> well, Bill, let me give you an example. I have some azaleas that Phil and Mike have seen, and they're over 75 years old. <laughs> well, when they get really down and out, uh, about 10 years ago, I cut some of them back to the ground, and now they're like new. Took, oh, yeah. took It took a while for them to come back, but right. I didn't have any blooms for two or three years, but they're beautiful now. Right. To show what <laughs> Phil is saying about the root system. Higher my head. We pruned them back to the ground, well, within about a foot. And uh, in four years, they were high as my head again and even bushier than ever before. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. I've got some. I've got to do that, too. I've Actually, my dad uh, grew these azaleas or rooted these azaleas and grew them out. And 
and so a lot of them are higher than my head so i've got to do that after they bloom this year so it's good to know that that um they survived that well i i worked for a nursery when i was in my teens and we pulled out a garden that the man i was working for his father had planted in the 1920s and in the late or the early 70s we ripped out all the azaleas and there are about 80 of them and uh I put them in a dump truck without a whole lot of care about what I did with the roots. Took them home, dumped them in the yard, and we dug holes and planted them with a lot of horse manure, which is the only thing pretty much we had to put around them. And uh, I think about 80% of them lived. And now my my deceased mother's yard has about 400 as they is, oh where she took cuttings from all of those oh, that were planted man. in the 1920s. So. They can live a long time. Yes, they can. Those are the um, those are the fond memories. I um, I remember there was a guy over behind our house that had some azaleas and camellias in in the woods, and he actually he he worked at state and he sold he raised them and sold them, and we used to um, when he totally got rid of everything over there, there were like I guess suckers or just the rooted cuttings coming up everywhere. And and that's where I got some of my azaleas and camellias as well. It's it's really weird. It doesn't take much for them to live and grow. Well, they're, so. they're, they're, uh, it seems like once you can ever get them through one summer, they're good to go. Right. Right. Everything needs at least one season, a chance of, of one season to get through it. I, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer in, in giving. It'll, it'll come out maybe slow, like I said, but I think you'll be fine. Well, I'm not going to fertilize them any until I'm pretty sure they're going to make it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah you don't want to stress them too much. Well, Bill, so nice uh, f- of you to call us, and I please call us anytime. You bet. Y'all have a good day. You too. You too. Bye bye. All right. Uh, from Cumberland County to the news here on WPTF's Weekend Gardener, 919 860 9783. Coming up, we'll uh, hear from Doug and Steve on the Weekend Gardener. Get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, 837 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell. And uh, Steve is next. Steve is in Garner. Hey, Steve. Hey. Good morning. You know, you were talking about getting up early and being a little grumpy. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, during my recovery process, I was prone to mood swings. Sometimes I'm grumpy, sometimes I was grouchy, and sometimes I was crabby. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can understand that. Uh, anyway. Going through I all of that. Me on, uh, anyway, I'm better now, so yeah, it's good. not as bad. Good. But uh, one thing, with this cold snap, is it when it uh, gets to where we can get back outside, it, Next week. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Monday. Uh, Would it be a good time to prune the uh, fig tree and the blueberries? And grapevines. And grapevines. you got about probably another week or so on grapevines. Well, I don't have grapevines. (laughs) I do have fig 
fig and uh, blueberry. Yeah, you so. should be fine. Okay. All right. And uh, one other quick thing. Our Daylily Club meeting is on February the 14th. Oh, Valentine's. At Powell Drive Community Center. Mm-hmm. And it starts at 7, and they still haven't gotten a speaker yet. So we don't know. I don't know what uh, topic. It'll be something to do with daylilies, so I'm pretty sure it'll be interesting. I'm sure it will. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you, Steve. Love you guys. <clears throat> okay. Still, I'm listen, I listen to you every weekend. So I know. And we, <clears throat> excuse me. We appreciate it a lot. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Take care. <clears throat> okay, we can all like clear our throat now. Excuse us. <laughs> well, let's go to Herb and Jamesville. Hey, Herb. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you are well, Mike, Rufus, and Phil. Doing fine. We are. I hope you are. Yeah, it's cold in Jamesville, but uh, it's great. So no complaints. I had a couple things. One is, for the past few weeks, you've been talking about what's blooming in the yard. A uh, uh, couple things in my yard. Uh, my winter honeysuckle is in full bloom, and just absolutely amazing. Uh, a couple scary things. Uh, I noticed that my hydrangeas, which were shut down years ago, uh, is actually budding out again now. And also my plum tree is showing some life, and it's kind of scary because for the last uh, couple of years, it's been hit or miss. Last year, I lost all my um, fruit blooms. So uh, it's going to be interesting uh, the next week when it gets a little warmer. That's for sure. I... um. I noticed about two weeks ago the maples have already, if you look up at the just the regular maples, they are already starting to have uh, red red blooms showing. So that's uh, that's very scary. I mean, it's, it's really early to me. When I was coming down 64 uh, here, I noticed, like you said, Phil, all of the trees, well, not all of them, but a lot of them were quite red. And it actually yeah. dropped some of the... Uh, casings on the ground in my yard so wow yeah i'm seeing the red maples starting to bloom yeah it seems like they just lost their leaves right around christmas good grief i know it. i mean right before our open house we cleaned up the leaves from that big maple out front Uh, and now it's now it's budded again very strange yeah but anyway y'all have a great weekend and we're listening what well, about I, we appreciate it, Herb. But yeah, how, but how, Herb, how, Herb, wait a minute. I, I, I have the same thing with my hydrangeas. Oh. Uh, and and I, I have seen this before, Phil. They seem to come through, even if there's another big cold yeah, snap. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll come through, even though they're budding up now, I think. Yeah, they should. Yeah. They should. So what about the rockfish down there in Jamesville? Actually, uh, I went down to the River's Edge restaurant on yesterday. I was running, and they had a full house. And, yes, uh, they've got rockfish. Of course, um, you can't catch them, but right. you know, it's the way it is right now. Right. Mm-mm. Yum. Boy, I, well, folks in Nash County used to go down there every year. Yeah, it's a great place. Including my mama. 
Have a great weekend, folks. You too, Herb. You too. Give our best to your mama. Yeah, we're not staring much. It's pretty cold right now. Yeah, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. So she's not getting out and running this morning, is she? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, buddy. Thank you so much, uh, Professor. We'll okay. see you, Professor Herb. All right, uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Now, you said uh, the grapevines you have another week, so we have week another or week so. before we can do it or to, to no. do it? No, you have about another week, maybe two weeks, um, to go ahead and get them done. Before the, the it usually, They usually say about the first two weeks in February, about the, the last time. Running. Right, right. So we've got just something to keep in mind. It's something kind of like bulbs, you know, you – you, you get to that point, and then you go, oh, yeah, I forgot to cut them back. <laughs> mm-hmm. The liriope, for instance. So uh, you have to be really careful. Look down before you start uh, using that weed eater or your lawnmower or whatever. Make sure that you don't have new growth down in there. Right. Because you cut that off, then you have lost the pristine new leaves. That's right. Yeah, they're, they're going to have uh, the, the brown tops forever. Right. Uh, so uh, – how do you how do you prune uh, grapevines? Grapevines, there you go. I should have. I knew I should have brought that. I have a we we have copies, or uh, I've got one copy and getting. I was going to make some more when I got back today. Um, I was down at Minnesota Beach, and uh, the Pamlico News had a a really nice um, article from the Pamlico um, Ag people. So if you want to look that up as I guess the Pamlico Extension Service, um, th- they had a really nice article on pruning grapevines. Uh, Dan has always, Dan at the retail, uh, actually. That runs the flower show at the state fair. No, the other Dan. The other, how many Dan's you got? <laughs> Two. Dan, up, Dan. We call them Dan Retail and Dan Wholesale. <laughs> Dan, Dan Retail um, grew grapevines uh, pretty much. Uh, forever mm. uh, up north they had uh, vineyards and so he went in and did ours and but it's a really good article and it's very um it's very i, I hate to say this word but it's it's very understandable it's very plain it just it spells it out and anybody can take that and follow it and it does have it had pictures mm. um so i was really pleased with that and i'm gonna make some copies because right, we so do have a couple of more weeks something that folks ask about every year and i just found it uh the fruit and nut tree pruning workshop i don't know if you i assume you don't have to register for it just show up um at the uh it's at 13223 13223 us business 70 west that's the nc extension not the extension service but um the uh, North Carolina uh, Ag Extension place out on uh, in Clayton, out on seventy, where they do the pruning workshop every year. That's this morning from ten until noon. Oh wow! That's so great. if you're better get on those clothes <laughs> yeah. and, and get out there ten until noon today. Uh, must uh, is a must attend. So 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 and so and so. Okay, I don't I don't think you have to pre-register to do that just just show up said 13223 u.s business 70 west you'll see it out there the north carolina ag extension people 
We'll have the fruit and nut tree pruning workshop going on. And uh, pruning workshops are very, very popular. People always want to prune something. And if you're going to do it, prune it properly. All right, uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. It's 847. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And we're proud of it. Yes, indeed. Proud of it. Uh, Weekend Gardener at WPTF. Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. Hey, don't forget to feed the birds, especially this time of year. You know, during the summer, they can mostly fend for themselves. They have plenty of seeds around, but it's still nice to feed them. But this time of year, they really need help. Now, our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited and Carrie and Raleigh are always giving something. They're, they're the most giving people. Well, they're giving us a tidy cylinder. Is that correct? Tidy cylinder feeder filled with mm-hmm. some of their famous no-mess seed, plus a colorful black uh, backyard bird 2023 calendar. All right, so if you want to enter to win... Just go to the contest tab on WPTF.com. That's the contest tab on WPTF.com. Deadline to enter is February 19th. So you have plenty of time, but go ahead and, and enter. From uh, the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited and Carrie and Raleigh, thank you so much for that. They're the kindest people. They are. I love going there and uh, to the one in Carrie. You haven't been to the one in Raleigh. It's a family operation. But, yep, and I went there yesterday because the sale, the seed sale is going off um, tomorrow, I think tomorrow. So it's 20% off. Yay. So I'm I better go get some because up the back of the truck. Winter birds are going crazy. We yeah, got some they bluebirds are. and blue jays and and uh, downy woodpeckers and what else do we see? Oh, the robins. The robins. I'm starting to see the robins. I'm hearing the robins when I come in early in the morning. They're they're talking right, and you're you're seeing flocks of them now. Yep, so I got some mealworms. They gave me. Um, they're so kind. They they gave me some mealworms yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the uh, the bluebirds are like those. They do, and the robins do. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. You know, I found yep. out the robins are kind of pushy, though. I've seen them on <laughs> yeah. the feeders. They're a little pushy. Yep. They use their girth. Well, they're they're, they're taking they're, lessons from the blue jays and the, the mockingbird. The blue jays just mocking, don't take anything uh, off anybody. <laughs> I, I love I love the blue jays. They're so pretty. They're big birds. They are. They're they're and gorgeous. The thrashers and but um the the uh, mockingbird. We had a mockingbird last winter, and he would not let any of the other birds come to the yeah. feeder. So then I finally I asked them at Wild Birds, I said, what should I do? And she said, put some more feeders all around in different places and not just have that one feeder mm-hmm. because he can't – or that one place. You can't where keep them got, off all of them. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's what I did, and, and I think he gave up. What but, a pig. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, it's not fair. you got to share. So they, I just like their – they've got lots of information <laughs> – they're just good people. Mm-hmm. They do. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. So 
your bluebirds stay around year round. Mm-hmm. Stay there year round at Campbell Road. They do. I had ten. I had five pair the other day out there at, at my feeders. Yep. Very good. Now, when you were at the other location, they you had uh, on the porch up there you, on the seal. You had mm-hmm. you had a bird. Still do. A, I just cl- I just cleaned that house out the other day. So they they it's, like it up there, even though they're near. I mean, they're really trusting bluebirds, aren't they? They just they like people. And I found the downy woodpecker. He, they're just they'll let you walk right. I mean, within three feet of them. No kidding. The one out there at the house. I mean, he is so funny. You have downy woodpeckers out there at the Edmonston Estate. I I'm sure I do. I they they bob their heads a lot. <laughs> I've, I've always wondered about the capacity. I read something. I know about their headaches. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I read something in National Geographic that they're cushioned so well that they can just bang their head, bang their head. I, w- I would love to have that ability. Me too. Well, they should learn something from that for football players. Absolutely. They should. Maybe that they do. That is true. Maybe, yeah, maybe they have. There, maybe yeah. they do. Maybe they have. Yep. Hmm. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. Feed the birds. Feed the birds and enjoy them. Put the feeders where you can see them feeding and you know interacting. Uh, and usually, uh, when I feed, when I put seed in the feeders, there's plenty that ends up on the ground. So the ground feeders, there, you keep them happy too. Right. I like the Carolina wren because they too. they're spunky, and uh, they get out there and they got the loudest voices. And they yeah, they call in the morning. I assume they're calling a mate. Maybe I don't know. They're calling in the morning, and then then they get out there and raise cane at night uh, just before they go to bed. All right, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. So what's going on at what do you got going on at uh, Campbell Road Nursery? Well, we um, just brought some more perennials out. Um, hopefully, it wasn't too early. But uh, I think they'll be fine. We haven't really had that much heat on them. And then we have um, some foxglove and uh, poppies that have been uh, held over from the fall. And they are great. They look really good, and they're on sale for $20 flat, which is oh, a real wow. deal. A real deal. Boy. Because foxglove uh, Is that the does, digitalis plant? Mm-hmm, it does really well around here, and we've mm-hmm. got about five different kinds. And then the poppies that we grew this year um, did a lot better than the poppies we've grown in the past. And so I would love to, um, you know, get get those in the hands of some good gardeners because they are they're beautiful or they were just gorgeous in the fall and they are in the spring as well. But uh, we've got that. And then we brought we've probably brought in about five or six loads of shrubs and trees already. So we've got some of the uh, weeping red buds, and um, mm. Dr. Warner's going to come in and do his, if anyone wants, is interested in seeing how he does the propagation for, his, for the red buds. He's going to have a place over in the corner of our greenhouse, bed three, the one with the wood on the front, uh, starting in March and uh, working with his um, red buds. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, oh, so yeah. you can, it's not going to be a class or anything, but. He'll he won't be there all the time, but if you could catch him there, you can ask him questions. He's really um, open to just uh, talking with yeah, you about he's what a nice he's doing. Man. So uh, he'll be in there again this year. He's and, so smart, though. I can't understand what he's saying sometimes <laughs> about plants, yeah. but uh, he 
gosh, what a marvel he is you with uh, his butterfly bushes and uh, Lane helped him develop those and and all of these red buds. Yeah, and so then we've got. Um, I brought some things, and we've got some really nice hellebores. We've got two colors, and they're just full of blooms. We've got the white, and then the one that's a mauve uh, mix. Is this mm-hmm. is this one of them that doesn't is. seed? Is it a new yes. one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, we have those in now. Uh, if you need a gift, and then uh, we are going to get. <laughs> we brought a new. Um, load of houseplants in and we sold almost all of them and we're getting a new load in on tuesday so we'll have a really good supply um on tuesday of houseplants again and just um come on out we've opened the cabin up we feel like that um it was time to put the cash register and have things back in the cabin yeah, um, our seed rack absolutely. is there the emergency's we, over. Yeah. Well, we're just going to hope and pray it is. And and the doors open a lot, so yeah. we get fresh air. And I mean, the floor, you know, is it has, um, you know, air coming in. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we've got our seed rack, and we've got a really nice sunflower seed rack. So come out and visit the seed racks and now the get sunflower you, get ready. needs sun. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. So well, just come on said, out. Uh, also, feel that you're going to get some of the old wild cyclamen that come up in I'm my yard every trying to find yeah. them I, yes I, I saw in van borgadine catalog this morning <coughs> that they had some wild okay. cyclamen i just love yeah they them. grow in yeah. israel yeah. all right uh, they grow they grow in 21 21 lake wheel road too. yes they do <laughs> yes they do they grow around the um by the way, sea of everybody, everybody ought to have some hellebore Got about twenty seconds. They're they're just such a wonderful plant. They, they are. They bloom. They're starting to bloom yep. right now. Yep. And it's just a magnificent. You don't plant. have to do anything do to them. Do. No. Yeah. <coughs> Except prevent them from growing some places. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, that fruit and tree uh, pruning, uh, fruit and nut tree pruning workshop is going on from ten until noon at uh, the Extension Service, uh, not in Smithfield, but they're the North Carolina uh, folks out on. Uh, on Clayton on Highway 70. We'll be back.